So can you please try that again? Hey, Reshmi, this is, um, you know, of course, the Brown Tech Bay podcast. And I'm so excited to, you know, hear your journey. I'll be listening for the first time, just like our listeners here. Um, so we'll jump right in and get started. So how did you get started in tech? Like, where did your journey begin? Sure. Yeah. So I grew up in India. And while I was growing up in India, I was really fascinated with maths and computer science. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started, I majored in computer science in my high school. Then when my family, my whole family moved to California, I went to school at UPenn. I did, again, my major in computer science there. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really interesting because when I went to school, it was a lot of math and computer and linguistic and AI. And I just decided to, you know, kind of instead of specializing, I started to, you know, just have a generic computer science degree. And that's what I do have. Okay. And that's how I started. Okay. So you started like, you know, that whole traditional route of going in and getting the computer science degree. Um, from that point, how did you get to the place you are now um, as far as in you know, the sales arena from going from computer science to, you know, being a manager, you know, at GitLab. Yeah, sure. So first off, I didn't even know that it's possible. There's something called technical pre-sales or solution architects, as we call them. So when I was, my first job was in an investment firm in New York. And by the way, fun fact, I just moved from New York to California after spending oh, wow. some years there. Um, <laughs> I love New York. <laughs> um, so I went to, I went, I was working there. And then I also worked in another firm on Wall Street. And then one of my friends were like, well, there's a startup and, you know, they have a solution architect position open. I was like, what is that? Like, I didn't even know what that is. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that excited me about my role or the solution architecture role was, of course, you get to be technical. You get to learn the product you get to showcase the product to your different customers. But at the end of the day, you also need get to be the trusted advisor for the customer. So for example, if somebody wants to buy your product, you not only get to show them and demo and talk a lot of technical aspects about your product, but you also get to understand their pain points. You also, you also get to understand where the customer is at and I really love that human aspect of the role mm -hmm. instead of just being, you know, uh, I was an engineer, so I was working on uh, server-side development. So I never really even got to meet my customers face-to-face -face in that role. So I, re I, I really, really love what I do right now. And then slowly, you know, I was an IC before, individual contributor before. And then I just love the people aspect of my job. So, you know, right now I'm, I manage the solution architecture team here in GitLab. Okay. Um, and do you feel like as a woman or um, anyone really trying to get into tech, do they have to take that route of getting a degree? Um, do you feel like, you know, there's many paths to get in? Would you recommend a different path or would you recommend the path you took? Yeah, no, I definitely don't think you know, traditional path is, I, I would say I was very lucky 
and you i could see it i was just one of the two girls um in in school in college um so i would say a lot of my friends a lot of my colleagues have you know done boot camps Mm-hmm. they have gained certifications and they have taken that route i also mentor with girls who code and i just you know love those kind of events and i think the only thing that matters is you need to like it and you need to have the drive for it and that's it there are so many other ways everything is virtual nowadays if you want to you can do it right i love that and um so if you could do anything different um what would it have been if anything i wouldn't probably have done masters in computer science <laughs> <laughs> i would have just stuck with my bachelors and you know uh, started to work sooner because a lot of the things that i learned i i think the majority of the things i learned was working on the job and that's one advice i would give to anybody especially women in our field that don't be scared um to just jump right in and ask questions and you know everybody or at least the most people i've met in the field have a lot of empathy and they understand if you're starting something new and you have if you have the drive you can learn and that's my you know only advice okay um so don't you know from just what you're telling me you know you took that traditional um route um you were really very limited because there was it wasn't a lot of women um in school when you were you know getting your degree it was like you and probably another person yep. um so um you know you kind of stood out in a way because as you know many many people know you know men kind of dominate the tech space sometimes you know it's kind of i don't see a lot of us of women in you know the tech arena i don't know if it's because we feel like we may not belong or is it intimidation or is it something that we might feel like we just can't do um but i feel like you know just hearing your story just lets me know that you know anything we put our mind to do we can do and we belong even if it's a limited amount of us we belong in in the tech space exactly um, and even <laughs> if you have to be the first person um if you you know if you want to do it it's scary but you can and as you said if you put your mind to it you can do it yes i definitely agree with that um do you have anything that you do outside of you know your work like do you have a blog or do you have anything that you know we can check in on you on yes absolutely um so i do have uh you know medium i have my twitter um I used to be very active on the conference field. I've spoken mm-hmm. a lot about cloud native applications and microservices, distributed tracing. I have a lot of talks um in that. I've taken a little bit of pause because I have my daughter right now. Mm-hmm. So just taking some breather. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to restart next year. So if you're all interested, definitely, you know, feel free to reach out on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh really really available and if you want to just talk i'm absolutely here okay well i'll definitely um put um reshmi links in the show notes so anybody that wants to you know follow her and her journey and you know hit her up just to talk or ask questions or just be friends um you can definitely hit her up and i'll put that in the show notes 
but I definitely want to thank you for being a part of my podcast. I'm just, I've been so excited. Um, we both have had to work. It's been the end of a quarter for us. So we've had a lot go on. So we haven't been able to meet right away, but I'm glad it was definitely worth the wait in order to have this episode to be recorded. Yeah. And thank you, Daniel. I think all of us as women, we have the right to do whatever we want to. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, this, when I, when I talked or you feel encouraged to do that, just don't be scared is all, all I want to say. Okay. Well, y'all heard it first. <laughs> don't be scared, jump and do it. Don't be afraid to just jump and get to work, you know, because, you know, a lot of that you'll learn will be on the job. So I don't feel like you have to know it all before you yep. start. <laughs> um, so I think that those are some great, great things. Cool.